Hey everyone, welcome to Geek Street, a unprofessional, extremely complimentary podcast where midlife crisis collecting meets nostalgia and how we try and figure out with things. We've got uh, lifelong friends who are all geeky in different ways. We've got Turbo, a man who grew up in front of a Nintendo. We've got The Algorithm, who also grew up in front of a Nintendo. And uh, we've got Swamp Ninja here, who grew up in front of a Sega. So the odd kid out. But catching up on all things from our childhoods that we are spending time on eBay with, or too much time on social media with. So buying back our childhoods, one paycheck at a time. Uh, how are you guys doing? I hope you didn't make any. I hope you got geeky, but I hope you didn't make any any mistakes chasing that nostalgia. Mistakes are always made, sir. Always. That's what that's what we're all about. Uh, that's it. We do stupid things here, isn't that like our motto? <laughs> dare to be stupid. I dared to be stupid, and I was stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, what happened? First, though, I'm gonna comment on your little intro there. Um, we didn't really grow up in front of Nintendos and stuff. That kind of came a little later. We, for the for the better part of our childhoods, actually, we actually went outside and actually talked. So it's. it's and we've lost all those skills. Not quite as bad as the way you portray it. Not like these damn kids today that don't go outside. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I expected some some kind of a reaction to that, but that's cool. Uh, no, I did do something stupid. Um, uh, so I went on eBay. Oh no! As you know, as sometimes do, and I saw the anti-Eternia He-Man Classics version. Now, little background on this one: uh, Turbo, or, uh, Turbo, when it was just you and I doing the podcast, kind of way back when. And this was kind of when you were starting to dip your toe in the collecting arena. Uh, I can remember sitting at your old like, two-room apartment, and we were talking about toys and collectibles. Yeah. And one of the things we were talking about one of the podcasts was the classics line of the E-Man uh, figures. And I remember like we kind of lamented how expensive they were and all that kind of thing. How like we'd like to get our hands on a couple of them, and, but they were just way too cost prohibitive, and uh, we kind of threw around the idea like, what ones would you get? Because I mean, there's literally like probably like 180, 190 different figures, if not more. Um, and I did mention that the the concept of this anti-Eternia He-Man was cool, and I like the look of it. You know, he's all black. Uh, he's got the, the red, the fire red hair, and uh, like the, the red belt. It was just, you know, basically the anti-He-Man. Um, and I just, as I said, I thought it was a cool concept. You know, it was kind of borrowing from the whole Marvel multiverse thing. And I just thought it was a cool concept. And I said that that'd be one of the figures that I'd go for if it wasn't $350. And that's what it was going for at the time. And that was kind of one of my... I wouldn't call it a grail, but it was one of the figures I was definitely interested in. And I remember not long after, I did get the minis version. And this was kind of like, this was before the Origins figure was released. Uh, the mini version, $15 for it. 
a little more expensive than a mini is, but you know, I finally had an anti-turning new man. I thought it looked cool. And then, uh, then the Origins figure was released last year, I think, early last year. And I, I waited a little while for that. I wasn't paying $50 for it when it first came out on the secondary market. Uh, managed to grab one for, I think, 25 bucks eventually. But I always kind of had my eye on the Classics one. And I was on eBay last week. And sometimes I'll do a search for it just to see what it's going for these days. It's still up at around 170, 180 bucks. You never know. And I saw one where a guy listed it for $99, and it's unopened. And I did a little like check around, like, holy frick, like, is the price just dropping off these figures? Is this like really what this thing goes for nowadays? And I looked around and I saw where a couple of Lucy's went for about 100 bucks. But it's still, like, it's still actually getting... What the hell is that? <laughs> That's the cat! <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's still going for about $180. Like, that's what they're actually, that's what the sold auctions are showing. And this guy's selling it, like, starting off an auction at $99. So I thought, okay, well, I'll keep my eye on this. Because, I mean, if I can get that for around that price, I mean, again, it's a, it's a figure that I've wanted for two or three years. Because we talked about it during that first podcast. And uh, then a couple of days later, there was a bid on it. So I thought, oh yeah, here we go. But I, I kept it in my watch list. And then yesterday, uh, it was kind of coming down to crunch time, and there was still only the one bid on it for the $99. So I was looking at it, and I'm like, you know what? This is kind of a, a chance to maybe take a stab at this figure. I saw there were like three watchers on it. I figured that people would start sniping near the end. And it would probably climb up to that 160, 170 mark. So I threw a, a bid of 105 on it and just kind of forgot about it. And then when it, I happened to go back to it when there was like five minutes left and I saw my bid was still winning. And, you know, this is how it goes within the last like minute or 30 seconds. Then that's when people start going balls deep and the price just skyrockets. Only that didn't happen this time. And I ended up taking it. So, nice, man. Yeah, I took it for like a hundred bucks, which is a great deal because, again, if you go to the sold listings for this figure, it's still up at around $170, $180. Yeah, it's just the you, timing. you did good. Yeah, did I did good. good. It's a it's a figure that's cool. So I have the I have the classics version, I have the origins version, and I have the minis version. So the only one I'm missing is the Mondo version. That ain't happening anytime soon because it's like 600 bucks. <laughs> yeah, those but fucking things are crazy. I know. They're friggin' they're nice figures though, man. The scare glow is insane. You've probably looked at it. Oh, I, I'm always looking. Like the I'm scare always glow looking. One, I would grab that in a heartbeat. Like that's got the chain. He's all chained up in it. Like it just looks badass. But uh, anyway, getting off of those because those still are about six, seven hundred dollars a piece um i i do have the class it's just the the timing kind of sucked like i didn't expect to get it i like i've got this weird thing i'm kind of like you like when you see that for sale sign and the you know the big red clearance sign that you see you mm -hmm. you lose your logic you, lo you lose <clears throat> your reasoning i do and yeah I'm, 
I'm kind of the same way when I see something that's severely underpriced and I know it's underpriced and I lose like, it just, it was a bad time. I had just, uh, I know this sounds like lame, but I had just taken a trip over uh, for Super Bowl weekend over to New Brunswick. I spent, you know, I spent a little bit of money, not a whole, like not a whole bunch, but when you're on a tight budget, it, you know, every dollar means something. Um, it just the timing sucked, but I'll never, I'll probably never see a deal like that again for this particular figure. So there's part of me that's excited that, you know, I got this figure that I've wanted for like three years. Uh, you know that in my OCD brain that, you know, I've got the mini version and I've got the Origins version. So I, I wanted this Classics version. Um, but yeah, just it, it put a hurt on my on my finances. So I, uh, <laughs> there's other things out there that I, in retrospect, I probably would have gotten if I was going to spend a hundred bucks, but it is what it is. Dude, um, you only live once, man. You only live yeah. Once. Yeah. I mean, the three <clears throat> figures are going to look cool all together. So, I, I mean, I got that going for me. <laughs> there you go. The positive. That's the, the silver lining, but that's, yeah, I just, I, didn't plan on doing that right now because I, uh, on Amazon, I had the, the dreadnoughts all set up and everything. And I, I kept putting that off cause I'm just like, I don't have the money right now. Uh, you know, they're on for like 32 bucks, which is way cheaper than even if our Toys R Us would have them in the wild. Like you'd never see them for 32 bucks. And I had no. free shipping because I have, my wife has Amazon prime and I have a, I have an Amazon gift card and it's just like, I would have spent next to nothing to get them. Instead. I bought this, this other figure where I don't have coupons or gift cards and it's coming right out of my wallet. Fun. It's fun times. Ah, fuck it. <clears throat> like I said, man, you got to do what you got to do. It happens. I guess I, I did. I got a good deal on it, so it's all good. I, I paid probably about not quite half of what it's going for, but pretty close. So that's my story of pure stupidity. Okay. Um, that's that's a good story. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm happy for you, man, because I knew you wanted it because of your OCD. So like that's awesome. Um I'll talk about I'll I'll confess. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll give up uh what I did today. So like I said, it was uh uh previously me and Swamp Ninja were chatting and I was just talking about how of a shitty day it was today, just you know, with the snow we had out here having to i had to like do a bunch of shoveling and then i got out but then i missed the bus so then i had to catch another bus and then there was an accident and the bus was behind that and it was just it was one of those just shitty shitty mornings i was late and then uh yeah i decided to uh i decided to treat myself it was payday i you know, have been pretty good. I wasn't like crazy spending anything. And I decided to uh, take a walk into the old uh, GameStop and I grabbed myself a uh, $20 uh, Heatwave figure. So All right. Who's, who's Heatwave? So so Heatwave is uh, is Captain Cold's brother. He's in the, the, the crazy suit and, and, you know, it's orange. It's, it's not as cool as it could be. He's like this white orange character. Like it's kind of weird looking, but it's not. 
and it's just it's it's kind of you know it just it, it kind of it's a weird looking figure because like the the sculpt of the face is kind of off but it kind of looks cool in a certain way you look at it so like <laughs> that's there. incredibly vague exactly i know but like I, I was looking at it and going okay but like if you have because he's orange and white, and then you have Captain Cold in the, the the dark blue and the white and the contrast, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, I got to have that on my shelf. God damn it. One guy is a creamsicle, and the other guy is like the uh, the blueberry. <laughs> yeah. So they, they you know, they, they contrast each other, so it makes sense. So I, I was like, I got to have them on the shelf. So that's what I did. And uh, while I was there, I was kind of perusing, like, they always have that, like, abandoned where they have stuff, like, thrown in a bin, and, you know, it was, like, marked down, like, this thing was regular 40 bucks, and I got it for 12 so I was like, you know what, I'm excited, and I can do this while we're on the podcast, is I got myself a blaster box of Garbage Pail Kids Chrome 1986 oh, no. Original Series 6, so, yeah. I, I'm gonna open those up and uh, see if I can get an atom bomb, or, or you know, uh, I, I, I don't uh, remember the names of some of these things. Polly so. puke, Polly puke, yeah. We could go that route, something yeah. like that. Richard Crabtree. No, I don't remember any of the names either. Well, you know what? While he's doing that, mental gymnastics for both you guys, and also a bit of OCD for both you guys, um, Al. $100 for a dolly that came out in 2016 is pretty good. When you think of it, it would have retailed for $25 US plus shipping. So there's the mental gymnastics for you. Well, I, I don't even need to really go that far. Like I know someone didn't pay very much for it at the time. Um, but it's it's like it's still going for about $100. Oh, yeah. Like the it was, a chase, it was a, a chase figure. The most recent sold items are still going for about 180. Like, I don't know if it's the time of day that I happen to get this. I don't know if it's the ass has dropped out of that particular market. I don't know what it is, but yeah, that's by far the lowest I've ever seen anyone get it for. As I said, the loose the loose version is going for that. What I paid for it. I opened my uh, anti-turning He-Man. I'm gonna guess you're gonna keep yours in the packaging. I'm not quite sure because the packaging doesn't do anything for me but you know me um sure so i don't know <laughs> i don't know you, what i'm gonna you have do. options um once i like figure out my man cave situation stuff might start coming out of the packages well depends it is it is very cool it's the um you follow you've you, have you watched videos for the, uh, the the one of the people who was in charge of it on youtube and toy toy guru was it but um they were they they really tried hard to fill in all the gaps with random stuffs because that particular one was from a german audio play record that you'd buy which makes What's, it very cool what is sorry the uh, anti-eternian anti he-man is actually from a german masters of the universe audio play like a record an album that you'd buy if you were a little kid and uh, so that's that'll be the next step of what you need to buy this German uh, album, this children's now, record. It, it would like I I don't collect things outside of like cards or figures. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm not one of those weird people that you, like, 
You didn't used it's, to be a figure guy, to be fair, in all honesty. As that's what I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out, I'm not going to collect the records, I'm not going to go out and buy a plastic tent because it has He-Man on it, or, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I don't, I don't go Imagine how bad it would smell, the tent. <laughs> it's like the merman thing, like, you know, the story behind merman that I told and why I collect him is because... When I was like six and I wanted to be He-Man for Halloween and my parents could only find Merman. So I'm not about to go out and pay $400 for that Merman costume either. It just, it'd be cool to see it again, but not for that price. Give it a whiff. Oh, God, yeah. How is the uh, the emotional highs and lows of, of the bidding and the time? It's It's tough. I'm surprised you didn't end up. It wasn't one of those like 2 a.m. bids. Is no, eBay, it was. That's is the eBay your, was, your temptation of choice? It was just. It was fairly early on in the evening, and as I said, the thing had three watchers, so I figured like I was in competition with two other people, and the person that put the first bid on it, uh, I figured he would have came back because I literally only beat him by like 50 cents, so I thought he'd come back. And I guess a dollar was just too much. Like, I didn't put in, like, a crazy reserve bid. I just put enough in to beat him by 50 cents. But I guess a dollar more than what he was willing to pay was just too much. <laughs> or he forgot about it. He was, like all of us at some point, he was at work or at the gym and then just had a bolt of shock and ran to his phone. Yep. Or that woke up the that. next day and uh, look at things he did not remember. See, that's and that's what like kills me on these deals is because you see something like that and then you got to take a stab at it. Like, that's what I was going to say earlier. Like in my screwed up mind, it's like, I got to take a stab at it. And if I get beaten, then fine. But at least I didn't fall asleep at the wheel. Um, I've missed out. I can't tell you how many times I've missed out on, on great deals for stuff that I really, really wanted. I remember one specifically was a Paul coffee rookie card. And Paul coffee was one of my favorite players back in the day. And a great beverage, and uh, and uh, it was a it was a like a, a graded mint Paul coffee room, and I happened to fall asleep at the wheel, and it ended up going for thirty six dollars. That same card now today is worth two hundred and fifty. Oh wow! So I ain't getting the Paul coffee room. Nope. Well, you never know. It's... No, it's I, I like them, but not two hundred and fifty dollars like them. But uh, damn, like I would have easily paid thirty six dollars for them. Yeah, it's just ever since that, that's always that particular one for some reason has always stuck in my mind. It has always haunted me, and it's like I don't want to miss out ever again. <laughs> it's that dragon. So it ruined my whole weekend. Really? It ruined your whole weekend? That's how messed up I am, yeah. When you miss out on something like that, it just it pissed me off. Oh, man. Does, does it still ruin your weekend if you think about it? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, okay, it, was just, I, it, it seemed like a sore spot. I was just checking, man. Just I guess checking. It's, hi, it's hyperbole, but it does still, the shadow of missing that still kind of... That sounds like trauma looms over the past. <laughs> I was gonna say exactly, but it's, you it's can't so minimize different. trauma. It's your it's your fear of missing out, right? No, FOMO fault. is real. FOMO is a big Listen, monkey on that old back. 
Listen, I missed a gr- I missed a Grimlock. So hey, I feel you, man. Yeah. But hey, I might have a shot at another one. I may have a shot at another one. Redemption. Everyone likes the redemption story. Redemption Grimlock. My redemption Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, good job again. If you want to just nickel and dime at pennies and cents uh, for something that's almost ten years old, brand like new in box, as far as for what you would have paid, I think. I bought mine secondhand off of a guy. I think I got for like fifty bucks at the time. So you did you did good, and it's a cool, it's a cool iteration. It's a cool character. It's hard to find. I opened mine up. Do I regret opening mine up? No. But I haven't opened up my Slimefoot He-Man because of this FOMO that I can't. Like if I open it up, then there goes like a rent check. So you you, you can always keep the box. Yes. And just say it was opened once. Yeah, you know, it's inspected. inspected. You just, you just you, exactly. Inspected. I just gave it a taste. Yeah, that's taste it. Taste test. You still make uh, some money off that. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but no, and also for you, Turbo, good job. Um, do you know the backstory? He was, as far as for a heat wave, he was born on a farm outside of Central City. His real name is Mick Rory. So I yeah. guess he's Irish. Uh, he became fascinated with fire as a child. This fascination turned into an obsession. And one night he set his family's home ablaze. Yeah. I hope he didn't know Cain. But uh, his obsession was so great, he simply watched the flames engulf his house instead of running to get help. So a little pyromaniac guy. Yeah. See, I'm not, I wasn't big into the comic book side of him. I, I, know, him from the, I know him from the show The Flash. Yeah, so yeah. it was like him and Captain Cold were brothers in that universe, I guess. It was weird. Yeah, anyway, it was I thought good. it was cool. But like like I said, because of the stupid color contrast, like sitting here in the purple light looking over, I'm like, I'm like yeah, that's dope looking. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. It looks so cool in the purple light, man. I'm, I'm, and you got to put a team together if, if <laughs> someone's affiliated. It's so weird because like it's all about factions for me in my brain. It's like mm-hmm. looks what looks really cool together on a shelf. It's like or you know like what scene is a badass scene I want to replay in my head from a comic book. And it's just uh, yeah, it's it's a sickness. It's a sickness. Are you like yeah, right, you're like we're gonna have the uh, Insecticons and then on another shelf we're gonna have the Dreadnoughts and on another shelf we're gonna have the Sinister Six or the yeah, Suicide shit, Squad. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, they know what yeah, they're so doing. You're, you're more random. I, I kind of get, I like, I kind of envy the way you put yourselves together because it's just to be stupid. It's still a and, cry for help. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish it or anything, but I'm just saying, like, it's like you just, you, you know, you have Zangief power bombing. I don't know another character from another Buzz genre off. completely. Buzz off. There you go. I've, I have more of the uh, the Tommy Douglas, a childhood Tommy Douglas setup from uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Just a weird collection of weirdos. So, yeah, I blame that. Um, and that cat is just destroying. The, if ASMR guys, if you want to listen to a cat destroy a sofa, tune in. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There he goes. There he goes. He's activated. Dementian candidate. He's gonna go poop in someone's <laughs> shoe now. Uh, but yeah, it's is it your shoe? Is it your shoe? Uh, no, I put my shoes away. My shoes are are vintage. I don't, I don't mess with that. 
Maybe the Toms. He can speak and poop with the Toms. I got those for like <laughs> 10 bucks. They're okay. But no good. It feels good to buy things. And when when do you get um, Al? When does anti eternian He Man, the most evil man in the universe, when does he get into the house? When does he arrive? Uh, it was just shipped yesterday. So nice. Probably next week. Nice. Uh, I have no idea where I'm putting it because those classics, <laughs> those classics uh, packages are a little bigger than your normal figure. So yeah, they're big boys. Yeah, they are. I might be sitting in a box for a little bit. As long as you just don't put any, too much on top of it, keep it keep it nice and safe. After a while, for all of those older packages, the glue starts to dissolve, and then it'll just come right off the cardboard. So, ah, yes. not to give you a little nightmare there. Yeah, <laughs> nothing nothing stays the same. We all decay, including our plastics and our packages. We, we eventually back to the earth from whence we came yeah that's why it smells so bad and then maybe we'll come back as plastic figures <laughs> with enough microplastics yeah we're gonna end up like in a seal or something or a whale <laughs> just, just riding around in a seal that's good but you, you you cracked a pack so i did i cracked i cracked all six packs oh man oh it was fun it's um, no white gloves, yeah. though. But oh god, no! I don't. This I know these things aren't worth any money. Um, I got Old Gloria, which is a interesting portrayal of a red, white, and blue garbage pail kid hanging from a uh, flagpole. Yeah. Yes, so I got Old Gloria, <laughs> and then I got I got Muddy Mod, which is just a garbage pail kid as a. Uh, Welcome, Mass. I have Radar Ray, where he has just these giant ears where bats are living in them. Interesting. Uh, Paddling Madeline, which is a Garbage Pail Kid's head on one of those old wooden paddles, and it's being rattled around. That's interesting. And there's, a, there's a collage on the back of the cards as well, so you can do a little poster. Yep, and I got Hector Collector. <laughs> there we go, oh, new mascot of the podcast. Oh, he's a... Uh, He's just a basically a uh, garbage pail kid with stamps all over him. He's the checklist. Yeah, he's pretty lame. Um, Koi Roy is a garbage pail kid that has was pants, but you find out he has just bones for the bottom half. Oh, no, I was gonna say a big old no dick. flesh. Yeah, no, no big old dick. Uh, just old, old he's bones. Proud of his body. And then, yeah, he's 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 hanging out. He's hanging real, in there. Real, not really. Um, Lollipoppy, which is just a garbage pail kid with a big lollipop shoved in its skull. Intense Pain. Cheap Jewel. Ooh, I got a special glow-in-the-dark one. Off-color Clara. And then I got Uplift in Clifton. Overflow. Geriatric. Ooh, a double also geriatric. a podcast mascot, considering our exactly. advanced age. And then we have Tom Thumb, and then Loose Spring, and then Airhead Jed. Oh, I got two of them as well. I got a Tidoff Tom, an Elliot Mess, and a holographic one. Check that out. There we oh, go. Yeah. He's, Where are those he's, cameras? There's a the camera. Yep. There we hey. go. There is the camera. The Frankenstein baseball player. Yeah. Familiar browsing and content got, for podcasts. We got Trashy Trudy. Oh. There we go. 
And the final one is another. Oh, I have triple of Airhead Jed. There we go. Oh, yeah, that was that was that was the uh, that was the haul on the old uh, garbage pail kid cards. Other than nostalgia, tell us about the nostalgia. What made you pick those bad boys up? Oh, it just reminded me of being a kid when I was like, <laughs> you know, in seven or eight years old with the sticker, the old stickers that we used to collect that were garbage pail kids. And then, of course, you know, when we were 12 or 13, that movie finally came out, which was horrifying. And uh, yeah, it was uh, just reminded me of that. And I'm like, it's 12 bucks. Why not? Hey, <laughs> it's under 20. Exactly. And I'm like, I thought, it'd be fu- I thought it'd be funny to just open them on the podcast. No, it's good. Now we've got to figure out where you're going to put them in your office. <laughs> I'm going to actually, I think what I might do is I might, uh, I'll sleeve them and I might just uh, sticky them to the back of the door or something like that. Nice. Good, good. Something from the era. When was that last Al, like physical pack that you bought for Hockey Hearts? I, well, I'll tell you that first. Uh, the kid. The um, I bought a box of cards about five years ago, I think, or maybe six years ago. Uh, was ever it was whenever um, Nathan McKinnon's rookie year was. I think it was 2015 or something. Um, I found a, a dealer online that was selling boxes of cards fairly cheap and myself and my boss who i've mentioned before he also he's balls deep into hockey cards way more than i am um he uh we decided to go halvesies on a couple of boxes chasing the you know just because it was a i think it was a double rookie year that year because of the lockout so there was like a ton of valuable rookie cards in these boxes so we decided to do it and you know it's something you know, we just sit and open the box, something to do. And uh, I happened to, to get the McKinnon rookie card, like the big card that everybody wanted. So it was pretty cool because uh, as a child, I never had a lot of what they call pack luck. Um, never really got the big, big cards in packs when I was a kid. Just not a lucky guy. <laughs> just not a lucky guy. But I happened to, I'm, I'm just not. Like, I have oh. shit luck. Um, but I, I happened to get this card. And, uh, so the next year was, uh, was, uh, Connor McDavid's rookie year. And I thought, can I go two for two? So my boss and I did the same thing again the next year and I got dick. Oh, and then I remembered, oh yeah, this is why I hated buying packs. And that was the last time I bought a pack of hockey cards. It's like gambling. It is. And I like... I've kind of come to the realization that, like, what's the point of spending? And back then, a box of like upper deck hockey cards were under a hundred dollars. But because COVID happened and everybody decided that they're going to collect sports cards now, and Pokemon, uh, a box of hockey cards roughly goes for about one hundred and sixty bucks now. So instead of gambling and paying one hundred and sixty dollars on a box of hockey cards. I'll spend $160 on the exact card that I want. Exactly. It's a rush, though. It is. It's fun to, like, and as I say, like, I bought these with my boss, so it's kind of something that we, like, have in common. We we did it together, and we made a couple of trades, and it was kind of, you know, it was kind of brought me back to being that that kid in the the, uh, collector store and 
trading cards with my friends and that, but and you're you're kind of annoyed that you wasted a hundred dollars to pick up a card you want. That's the the adult part of your brain, yeah. Yeah. So I just <laughs> after a while, you're like, I'm not gambling. And I've just yeah, like one hundred sixty dollars for a box of hockey cards now, where odds are you're not nearly going to get your money back. There's no. Yeah, it's tough. So, I, so long story short, I don't do packs of pocket cards anymore. I put my money down on the sure thing. I get that. I get it. Like, uh, it's kind of like when you uh, like. It's for me. It's the uh, the blind bags, right? You don't know what you're getting when you're opening it up. It's kind of a surprise. Um, but then what happens is, is you know you. You buy a couple, and you're like, oh, these are kind of cool. Oh, man, it'd be really cool to get the set. And then you become that fiend that learns the codes. And you go to every store, and you pick up every bag, and you look for the code. You're feeling them like a pervert. Like a fucking weirdo. But you're getting the sure thing when you look up those codes, right? Exactly. And if you did have, if there was two or three other people that were maybe collecting those same blind bags with you, you could trade. It could be something fun you could do with a group of friends in that, whereas like yeah. yourself, not too many people are collecting hockey cards in that, so it's, it's it's harder to do. Like, when I was a kid, we, we collecting sets was the big thing, so it was fun. And it was something, actually, that my father and I did as well. He was into collecting hockey cards, because I was into it. So, you know, you, you have your dad kind of involved in something you were doing. And all my friends collected hockey cards, and the big thing back then uh, was sets because there were no uh, like there were no big sort of like rare cards back then like numbered cards like there is now that's all it is now um, but back then it was just all about the sets so of course like you buy packs of hockey cards and you're like okay I have you know I have these like 14 cards that I need for the set oh my friend needs these three cards he has those three cards that I need you trade them you know it's fun but that's so, so you don't do the uh, the Tim Hortons collection? Like, I see all these people that are collecting the Tim Hortons stuff. No, no, I don't. I don't drink coffee, so I don't really go to Timmy's very often. Yeah. Um, if, Appar- you know, apparently, the sets are worth money. I don't know. I, I know the, nothing about the hockey sets cards themselves anymore. are not worth money, but there are extremely rare cards, uh, like uh, insert cards in them. Oh. And they can fetch a fair bit of coin, which is really dumb. I don't understand that concept because, like, a Sidney Crosby, the big card one year was Sidney Crosby, and it was an autographed Sidney Crosby card with a, with a, I think, a piece of his jersey on it. And it was going for, like, thousands of dollars. Okay. Wow. I have a Sidney Crosby card with a piece of his jersey and an auto on it as well. I didn't pay thousands of dollars for it. So, I, like, I don't understand why, because it's a Timmy's card, it's worth a lot more than, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, not, there's it's, not much more Canadian than Timmy's, apparently. Collecting is weird, man. Like, it's, it it's is. a weird world. And I'm, like, I'm not, like, you know, I'm certainly waiting in it, but I'm not, uh, like, I'm not, I wouldn't call me, like, balls deep into it. Yeah, it's it can definitely get in over your head. I dabble. We're dabblers. Yeah, I dabble exactly. I, <laughs> I dabble. Sometimes I'll just spend a hundred dollars every now and then. My my collection is like I was I price them every so often according to eBay sold prices, 
my collection's probably worth about eight or nine thousand dollars. I certainly didn't pay that for it, but it's around there. But that's nothing compared to like some of the collections that I've seen. Like it's insane. Some of these collections, you just you don't hate. Like you know, I the younger the younger algorithm in me would be like, I hate that guy because he's got all those cards I want. It's like you got to sit back and appreciate because that's like that collection's worth like easily a couple hundred thousand dollars and it's just it's something to see and it may have been years of accumulating trading and just luck and they probably mortgaged their house so (laughs) well i'm I'm assuming we all suffer yeah most of them run a business so they flip cards constantly and that's like they don't have any other job like that's what they do and they make a very good living at it um but you got to have the capital to begin with so i don't know like i one of the guy, one of the cards that I bought off this guy, um, it was a, it was like a rare Evgeny Malkin card, and uh, I was taking a look at his page because I do a little research on these people before I hand over my money. <laughs> um, this guy has got his beak wet into everything. Like he collects vintage games. He, fl- I should say, he flips vintage games. He flips sports cards of like all the major sports. He flips figures and it's like the stuff he has in stock is crazy. Like I'm talking like unopened like Super Nintendo and Nintendo games and uh, oh, comic books. Um, Now he has a personal collection as well that he shows off every so often. And like some of those things, like I don't know anything about comics, but I can kind of tell that some of them are... Like you, you boys would be drooling over them. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah well, he's got some really nice stuff. Maybe some degree of his accessibility. Do you think, um, you know, just your fandom for hockey cards and for you, Turbo, you know, comic books, if you had like one or two conventions a year, like a, as far as for like a combo of at least, you know, in the summertime sports memorabilia, you know, everyone from the, from the Maritimes come sell your, your, your cards, your jerseys, your comic books, unload. Like, you guys have kind of a convention, but not a lot of retailers. Yeah, the last two, like, I went to the first two, and I was like, you know, in all honesty, the first one we went to, we were impressed because it was, like, the first one. And then the second one, we got it, and it was like, well, we're not getting the VIP passes, but we'll do the weekend passes. Okay, cool. So then we went day one, and it was like, you know, one guest and a few people who were right there to sell their autographs. And, you know, we got Mr. Beastly's autograph and, you know, the kids had had a good time. That was great. You know, they were younger. And then we went the third time and we we were going to go because, you know, they said they were going to, you know, go all out. And it's it was just the same thing. Like there was nothing new for it. Like they had the same guests they had from the first one on the third one. And then the said one on the second was on the fourth. So they just kind of recycled the same stuff. Which was kind of unfortunate, and like in all honesty, the the coolest thing there is like the uh, the shopping. Like you go in there, and it's just a lot of artists selling their artwork. So that's really why I went. So we did a day. Everyone got like a hundred bucks to spend, and we were just like, okay, go pick out some art. If there's some comics, whatever. And Kaya went up, and she got like a bunch of manga, and or sorry, manga, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, some uh, some canceled. stuff that you know was 
you know exactly yeah she heard that i'd be canceled right now but uh no she picked up some some like uh the manga books and you know and i'm it's pretty cool because i i i grew up you know we you and me we watched the the the, uh what anime or you know you know some of the uh the korean animation that sort of stuff and you know it kind of reminded me of that so like you know she she's like oh i read these and this have you read them yet and i'm like no, I have a lot of comic books to read, but like <laughs> sometimes I'll grab a book and I'll I'll flip through it and I'll read a, a book of it and I'm like, hey, I read that book. And she goes, what do you think? And you know, we have a, ch- a chat about it, that sort of thing. That's um, cool. So that was kind of neat. But like the the whole the whole uh, problem with our convention or the Island Expo, as they call it, it, it it's a lot of recycled stuff and it's the same stuff. They don't really come up with anything new. It's cool because you know the cosplay stuff is neat. A lot of people come with newer and updated costumes so that side of it's cool but i'm not a cosplayer so i'm not super into that i'm i'm more of a like you know well who do you have here who are we going to talk about like is there any big movie stars like and we we don't get that we get like some voice work voice actors from video games which is cool like final fantasy advent children stuff but like we only get like two panels and you know you spend like you're there for you know if you want to get the the worth of your ticket you want to spend at least four or five hours there and like we did everything in like the first three hours and you're kind of like oh might as well just go home because like i can play video games at home i don't need to go to video game row (laughs) and play there i can just go home and play it and that's kind of you know my kids are gamers they're like well why would i play games here when i can go home and i'm like fair enough (laughs) like you just good on them they're like why like i don't care about i don't care about the nintendo mini they're like, why would like my my daughter hates two D games, like hates eight bit eight bit animation, like if they if they look at a cover on the Xbox, and it's like, it looks like a cool game, it's like hand drawn and like cool animation, and then they open it up and it turns into be like an eight bit pixel game, they fucking they're like fuck this game, they don't <laughs> like it, they hate us, so like they so go back and doing like. Showing old school games to my kids, they're just like, mm, not really interested. Kind of lame. Two buttons. You only have two yeah, buttons. Exactly. Yeah. Or you know, you show them like an Atari where it was like yeah. the joystick and the button, and that was it. And they're just like, what the fuck is that? And then it's like they see the the little stick figure swing a little stick to hit a little square ball to play baseball, and they're just like, that's not baseball. That's what is that? You're dumb. You're, just, You're dumb. Yeah, exactly. They're just yeah. like you thought. You thought playing this was fun as a kid. And we're like, yeah, we did. But that was the yeah. that was it, though. That's what it was. Like if you if you grew up with that and that's where it started, it would be different. But that's well, and that's what I explained. I'm like, you guys don't like if you grew up with this, you'd be like, this is great. But I'm like, you guys like it, it, when you guys are my age, you're going to look back at the, your Xbox and be like, oh man, what a system. And then your kids are going to be like, you had to use your hands. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like you didn't just look at a screen and think what you wanted to do. Like God knows what those type of uh, systems are going to look like. You have to use your hands. That's like a baby's toy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Back to the future part two. Um, I would like to see more conventions for you guys. Just also for Alec. So you could do the wheeling and dealing. Like that's one thing I see a lot here at least. And and, like I'll swing by the odd sports collectible one just because you never know. But you just see like just just people sweating and just making deals, you know. Yeah, I, I 
I would love to do that in person because I like I enjoy wheeling and dealing as as it's I've made well known on this podcast. Um, we don't get the conventions here. I don't understand why we don't because there are a lot of collectors here, and I guess maybe it's because everyone would have to pay the bridge toll to get over here. Uh, that might be part of it, but that is um, a good point. They do have them quite often in like Moncton and Halifax. And, uh, I, I'd like to go, but it's one of those things that like, I don't want to go alone because it's kind of boring. Um, and I've been begging my boss to go like, you know, the two of us could go and he's got a bunch of cards that he, you know, that he'd probably like to flip. And, uh, and he's always kind of saying, yeah, we'll catch the next one. We'll catch the next <laughs> one. Of course we never do. And it's, I mean, I could go over to one of those, but. I don't know. I, I've got a ton of cards. Like, there's grading on site and stuff like that, and I'm interested in that, like getting cards graded right on site where I don't have to mail them away and kind of sweat it out if some friggin' jag-off is going to steal my package, which is happening quite more and more often. Um, I, uh, I'd, I'd love to do that, man. I, I watch videos. Uh, actually, I watched a couple of YouTube videos of the the sports card expo there in Toronto. And mm-hmm. uh, this guy's like, watch me make a deal worth $10,000. And of course it's some high baller, but still really cool to see. Um, yeah, you see the emotional highs and the emotional lows of people. <laughs> you yeah, can tell I've, that person's heart breaks. Like I've got cards that are, are valuable that I would flip for cards that I want that are valuable and it would be fun. Like I would enjoy that. And there's not a gun to my head to make the trades. Like, I don't have to. Um, it's fun to chop it up in there. When you got speaking about the, uh, the the fan expo thing that we have here, Turbo, uh, we actually got tickets for it this year. Good. Um, we haven't been to one, so it's going to be fresh for us. I can definitely understand what he's saying. If it's the same shit, different year, then why bother? But for us, it's it's fresh. So we have, we've never been to one. Uh, the three of us are gone, like my wife and my son. It's just something, it, we just got a one day for Saturday, so it's just, we're all doing nothing on a Saturday anyway, so. I you going to cosplay as Destro? What's that? <laughs> yeah. I want to spray Destro cosplay? My, my head silver. Um, it's just something, like we, we expect. No, it's good. We expect that we're probably only going to spend about three or four hours at it, and I mean, the tickets were $25, so, you know, why not? No, absolutely. Check it out. Um, at least they mix it up with games. Yeah, I think the, the, the smart ones, they do games, spooky stuff, uh, board games, comic books, art, cosplay. Dude, they, like, they, have, they have stuff there, but it's like very limited. It's like, you know, they got like five tables of like the board game. They have like some of the games, like I, I hate saying it, but it's like there's the big giant chessboard. There's the giant connect four. Giant, and then you yeah. have the one. You have the big giant Jenga, the and then it's Jenga. like, and then you have you know the 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 row of uh, you know the the video game row where they have a bunch of systems hooked up to some really high end TVs, which is great. It's cool, like you can play some really cool stuff. But then you know it gets to the sometimes they have the VR guys there, and you you got to pay for that. Like that's not included in the price of the ticket, so you got to pay to play the VR. But they usually try to make it like a contest. So whoever has the high score at the end of the day wins X or Y. So it's kind of a, you know, it, it makes it worth your while to pay the two bucks or whatever. 
So there was that, but like the thing is, then you'll go and then it's like, Oh, you want to get food? Oh, they have food there. And you go and you, cause it's at the Delta and you go, Oh, I want a hot dog and a pop. And it was like $9. And it's like, this is yep. just a hot dog and water. That's common. Like, you just, yeah. It doesn't, it it's doesn't like, matter. okay, cool. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you go. You're paying like double. For well, I, I, well, what I did was I was just like, I'm not buying that shit. Let's just go around the corner and order a pizza. <laughs> And go go grab the pizza, eat it, and then come back because we had the day pass. Like, yeah. let's go to lunch, go eat real food, and then come back. Like, I never and like people there buying hot dogs hand over fist. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, we're we're right downtown. You could go around and get some pad thai for the same amount of money and be way more full. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you can't go back in like once you leave. Like, exactly, but but people, some people are like that, and I get that. That's fine. We're we're excited more about like the art and stuff like that. Cause I, I mean, I like art too. I probably won't buy any of it, but it's cool to see that stuff. And I don't know. Okay. I ain't buying it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you just take a picture. You take a picture of each little thing that you like. And it's like, uh, I'm going to buy that. Nope. But no, I took a picture. I'm just, I'm not one. For, I got a printer. Like, I'm not one for like hanging up art in my house. I'm just, just not me. Like, my son has done a few things when he was younger and we have a couple of them hanging up. They're actually like really cool, but it has meaning to me because my son did them. But, uh, like, I, you know, I'm not going to go in and, and pay somebody like a hundred dollars because he drew a picture of He-Man, but I'll say, I'll admire it. And I'll say like, you're very talented, but I'm not giving you a bone for that. You know, I'm not giving you I'm not giving you the old uh, the old hundred dollar bill, but uh, your talent. But I don't believe your art's worth that kind of money. I get it. <laughs> I what um do they have any vendors for like collectibles and stuff or no? Literally, it's the, you're going to see most wanted pawn down there. You're going to see a lot of comic books because a, a big giant comic book vendor comes over to offload his overstock, which is awesome. So like that's kind of cool, like I'm kind of I'm kind of I'll miss out on something like maybe that like I might be able to get a set really cheap, but I mean, twenty five dollars just to go in and spend more money just doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Well, I want to get I something mean, out I, of it. Yeah, I can always look for you. Like if there's stuff you're looking for, I mean I can look for you. It's not a big deal. Give me something to do. Yeah, other so you'll see you'll see than, some collectibles. Other than all the cosplay girls. Exactly. Yeah, I'll I'll take a look at girls that could you know, literally be half my age dressed up as... There's no age to cosplay, my friend. They could be older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you brought up a good point of the uh, the ferry, or not the ferry, the bridge. It'd probably be a really good idea, tourism-wise, if there was some sort of voucher, if they were putting on an event like this for vendors to come and they didn't have to worry about the uh, the 40 bucks to get back home. Yeah, we'd never do that because we're stupid. You guys, you guys are paying for us to put the chocolate potato chips on flights as a part of your tourism. So I've got to go. Like, there'd be some flight to Ottawa, and I'm like, okay, they need the chocolate potato chips, and the tour, the the PEI tourism board is paying for this. I'm like, oh god, here you go. Do you, so. did you not hear? Oh, I don't know if uh, uh, algorithm heard. Did you not? We have a and now we have we're a. Uh, We've paid the NHL $2.6 million for, for them to mention that, hey, we're a destination. We're an NHL destination vacation. <laughs> um, so Sorry, it's $2.6 million. 
per year. We we've, we've signed for three years. So they just so, talk about you. Yeah, they just basically uh, on that when the hockey games are playing, they just do. Uh, they'll they'll allow us to advertise on their network and. They put us on a blurb all the time, I guess, during NHL games and shit. I have no idea. Yeah. Meanwhile, we had free advertising for it anyway, because it's well known that Sidney Crosby comes here every single summer. (laughs) But cool. Whatever. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So there's there's that. Oh, there's been a lot of weird uh, government uh, decisions. So yeah, like I don't even. I'm, this, this podcast is not about that. I could go no, off yeah. on that. I would like. Yeah. To, I, I would like to see a rebate at least for vendors to do like special events. I, in all honesty, I think I think the expo does get a rebate okay. up to a certain amount, but I, it's probably for only the uh, the, big the guests they're flying in the big wigs. Yeah. So like that stuff's taken care of. Like vendors, you pay to go. You know, you know, there's a risk. You may not break even, but you've got to you know, pay for accommodations. When they come to the island, they make money. So yeah. like, there, uh, you might see a couple of different vendors show up. But like I, like I said, I haven't. I didn't go to the last one, so I don't know if there was anything new. But I mean, there is a cool weapon shop uh, algorithm that you could probably get yourself a really cool like uh, He-Man uh, sword that you could hang up on your wall. Again. I don't much of figures. Let's see what happens when you get your man cave. Just think about it. When you get your man cave, you could have that. If I had a man cave, yes, it might be different. Where I look on the above the door and I think, you know what, the sword of power would look pretty awesome up there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Staff. You could have a you could have a havoc staff. Yeah. Some people have golf clubs. Yeah. Now it's just not in the cards, boys. But uh, well, speaking of speaking of expenses. You had a fun trip. You should tell us about your, your Super Bowl weekend. You uh, got out of the house. You got off the rock. Not really speaking of, speaking of the bridge. I was just going to mention, uh, just kind of as a parting thought about the whole collecting thing, I'm hoping there will be some collectibles there just because of how much it's blown up in the last two or three years. I'm sure there's people seeing dollar signs, but we'll see. Um. Yeah, no, it's, it's not that big of a deal. I just went over at a boys' trip with about four other guys over to Moncton and went to a, a buddy's house over there and watched the Super Bowl and had a couple of so, libations. So who did? Who won the? Uh, who won the money? Who won the pool? Who won the Super Bowl? We, we didn't do one. We didn't do a pool. I, I tried, but uh, nobody seemed interested. So it never happened. You should have played like a game, like, or you should have done at least Super Bowl bingo and be like, every time they cut to Taylor, everyone's got to drink their drink. Uh, I kept track of that was twelve times. But, Good. Uh, Fuck, you would have been hammered. Yeah, I, I was anyway. Uh, no, I, I was it uh, Roman Cokes or was it just some uh, Ryan Cokes? Uh, just a couple of hard ciders, nothing, nothing crazy. Hard cider action. Yeah, they're tasty. You sit back. I mean, don't forget, Super Bowl is all about the like the chili and the wings and everything. You don't want to get blasted while you're eating beans. Eating beans. <laughs> now, uh, tell us about the chili process. Was it a was it a was the chili a multi day cooking? Like, no, my my cousin looked after it. Uh, it he just I don't know. It was like four or five hours. He started at around noon, and by seven thirty, it was. It was pretty good. Thumbs up. Excellent. Was it, was it vegan chili? <laughs> no. Um, just, 
you guys are trying to stretch a lot more out of this than there really is. No, it's fun. <laughs> it's the boys. Dude, I was gonna say you do uh, it's boys' night. So however, good. I will I will say you guys start that wrestling? it was funny that uh when we all went to Sobeys to get the chili stuff and there's like five of us walking around like we're seventeen year olds. That was kind of funny. But uh did you uh, break away from the group and uh, do any uh, Toys R Us or uh, Walmart no. hunting? No, I didn't have my own vehicle, so no, not really. It's tough to pull off. The thing is, the Toys R Us over there, like, uh, like Turbo and I complain about the Toys R Us here quite often because it feels like we just get the runoff of other Toys R Uses. Uh, the Toys R Us in, in Moncton is probably worse than we are. It's weird. It looks like shit. Like the, the layout of the store is just it just doesn't look good. It's always like it's kinda like our Walmart. It's always like in not disrepair, but there's empty shelves, there's shit on the floor, it's dirty, it's scummy. Um I'm not a huge fan. They just they seem to actually have less than we have. <clears throat> and it's almost well, yeah, ours- like a mix. It's almost set up like a maze, where ours is kind of a more open concept and makes sense. Yeah, but mazes is where you find, like, like sometimes I like the stores that are just aisles, like lots of aisles, because, you know, people don't look at certain things, and you might you might catch a deal because, you know, the layout, because people don't look as well as you do, per se. I guess, but it's it's very much like our Walmart. Like, you'll go into a section, and you'll see, like, a couple of He-Man Origins figures sitting on the pegs and then you'll see like a transformer in the middle of them. And then you might look to the right and there'll be some teenage mutant Ninja turtles, like one or two flopping around. And it's just, there's no, you know how ours is kind of laid out where it's like, Oh, I know this aisle is the uh, GI Joe slash He-Man aisle. And I know the transformers is the next aisle. And I know the Legos are up against the wall. And I know, like, the first aisle that you walk into is all Star Wars stuff. Like, it makes sense. Whereas this one is just, like, somebody just threw random shit all over the place. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like going to, like, some of those uh, mom and pop shops back in the day before, you know. Before oh, Amazon destroyed them. Butt up. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I remember, like, we had a couple toy stores on the island at one point in time. Like, we had a couple in the mall. We had like four comic book shops and then, you know, everything kind of just died, which is unfortunate. Like the pandemic didn't help, obviously, but like even so, even some of those stores, though, were, you know, uh, they weren't they weren't the uh, really in the best way. Like it was like you'd walk in. It was just things strewn everywhere. Like remember the time we went to that, that comic book shop uh, algorithm. I walked in. I'm like, they you could use the shelves, man. Like, you know what? Would, you don't make this place great shelves. And like, he's Lights. probably never heard that before. But like, in all honesty, like the the, 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 the one that's now shut down. They had a yes. stack. They had a stack based system. Everything was in stacks. Oh, this, dude, I went in. Yeah, the layout to this place was weird. I'll let you talk about it. But so you know, you'd go down into this basement, and you take you you go in, and you take a left, and then it's just this big big room and it's just dusty and comic books are on top of the boxes and like everything's strewn everywhere and then you got toys thrown on the ground in the corner collecting dust 
he has things hanging from the top above the comics. So you're kind of like your eyes are drawn everywhere and I get it. It might be, you might think that's a good thing, but if you can't focus on a certain thing, you kind of go, what am I looking for here? Like, why am I here? I just wanted to come in and maybe look at it. Some cool. Okay. There's some figures over there. Is that where the figures are? Okay. I'll go over there. And then you turn around and be like, Oh, there's more figures over there. So then all of a sudden, you know, they, he kind of hooks you with that chaos. And then of course, this was when I was like in, getting ready for putting up comic books on the wall and stuff. So I was like, Hey man, where are your dollar comics? And he kind of just looked at me and goes, well, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you know, like you got a bin of just things, you know, that are a dollar. And he goes, you can look through that bin. And then I would be like, okay, so this bin's a dollar. That's what I thought. And then he's pricing them. And as I'm, I'm like, I said, I thought you said they were dollar comics. I, he goes, I said, there might be some in there. I'm like, oh, all right, man. Well, what's the damage for these 10 comics? And it was like 50 bucks. I'm like, no, nah, man. Yep. Like, yeah, no, I don't want $50 comics. Yeah. That I, sounds like a Nepo baby's business. It was yeah. also a situation where like you were afraid to pick any of the toys up because there was like shit resting against it. So if you picked one up, some other stuff could fall. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't a good setup. I'm not shocked that he's not in business. He was around for a while, but oh, he uh, did it for 17 years or something like that. So he, he made a go of it. Like, yeah, he, I guess. He, like 17 years is nothing to snuff at. It sucks that it, it went under, but like he had damage from Fiona. The market was starting to cut like, everything's online now. So like, I get it. Like having a storefront is probably not the best setup for especially small business here on the Island, especially storefront that probably costs a lot of money considering the rent on, on the Island and the location. So it probably made it more feasible. Like I know he did like a, a going out of business sale, which I did not get to attend, which I kind of feel bad about. Cause you know, I used to go in and like try to spend at least 20 bucks anytime I was in town to at the local stores between the two of them, at least or whatever. But uh, yeah, like he had a ton of stuff, but like, again, it, you know, it's cool that, you know, you, you're, you're the comic book guy and, you know, but like, I don't know. It just, it, it turned me off going there because it's just like, I don't want to sift through shit. I just want to want to come in and be like, Oh, there's the new, new, Oh, the new comic books are on this wall. Oh, I'm going to go over to this section. This is where he has like his, uh, where he collect, he puts collections, none of that. It's just bins and then things thrown on top of it. And I'm just kind of like, I got to shift through this now. Don't get me wrong. I did get a very cool masters of the universe, uh, comic book from them. It's up on the wall. Um, it was 20 bucks. Wasn't too bad, but, uh, yeah, like I wish I, like you said, like if we had more stores, it, it would be cool, but we don't have that diversity when it comes to our market here. It's just it's so tough, but we, we get what like we get. Maybe quarterly conventions. Yeah. Here's some more conventions. Yeah. More like, shit. Yeah. I, I mean, it'd be great if, even if they did like a comic book convention or like, it doesn't have to be this Island Expo thing. Like somebody could try to like maybe get like toy, a toy collector con going and, you know, you do it in Nova Scotia, then you do it on the Island and just see how it works. Like you don't take like, I know they do have big like gen cons and stuff over in Halifax and stuff. So I, I have, I I'm thinking maybe I might try to hit one up. Maybe, uh, maybe the wife will want to do it sometime. That'd be fun. Maybe before, maybe before the kids move out of the house. We'll do yes. one last hurrah or something, but like, you I know, mean, that would be something. 
cool like to go over there would be something cool like if we all went like obviously not um swamp ninjas up there but i just mean like the, like our families go over that would be cool oh Make for it, sure like a weekend oh, yeah. or something but yeah but like yeah, i like, don't know i would love the idea of like a giant collector's con kind of thing with uh like collectors toys you could do sports cards in there you could do comics you could do video games like there's definitely enough of a of a market to do something like that and like you said maybe between four or five of the more major cities in the maritimes you kind of take turns you know you hit up moncton halifax uh, fredericton um charlottetown kind of thing but yeah no, it'd be totally fair. Even for Comic Con, like they're sitting on so much back stock that's like in a dusty basement. So even if they just have like all, a, a hall, convention hall, like here's all of our old stuff. Like, and somebody might bite. And here's like T-shirts. Here's dollies. Here's this. What's, that. Like it's just it's just in a storage somewhere. Yeah. Well, what he what he's doing now is like I got like I said the last time I was at the store. I gotta go. I gotta get my comics. I keep forgetting to go in. Um, but. Uh, I got to, uh, like, I got to go down in the basement and I saw what's there. It is staggering the amount of comic book long boxes this man has down in this basement. Like, it's probably the bottom floor of my house. That's essentially what his basement is, is where my living room is. And Al, you've seen the size of my living room. It's big. Um, So he's got that and it's from the floor to my ceiling and I have 10 foot ceilings in my, in my living room. And I'm just like, that's a lot of comics. And there's like, he, he has shit. He doesn't even remember. So what he's doing now is like, he goes down in the basement while his wife works the counter and he's just putting collections together. He's just like a he, had the, he just had, he, he had the whole, uh, age of apocalypse set from a to Z every crossover, everything. I think it was like 120 comics. I think it was. And he's like 150 bucks. And I'm like, Done. Jesus. Wow. That's, that's a good deal. But I'm like, Lindsay would shoot me if I walked in with $150 <laughs> worth of comics. Um, yeah. Right in the spine. Right. Well, I, I, I wouldn't live. I'd be in the Hellmouth downstairs yeah, in the basement. She's a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, so like, like he's putting these collections together and I'd be like, if he did a, like if he put a bunch of collections together and then went and took it a, and traveled with it, Oh, he could probably make a mint. Cause like he's, he's the, the cool thing about, about, about the, the guys that run the, the, the comic hunter, especially the Jeff and like for the love of God, I can't remember his wife's name, but uh, like they're, they get it. It's a collect like they they don't they they're not like they're they want to make money, but they're not trying to like make millions and squillions of dollars. Like they get it. Like they it's never not, it's a niche it's a niche business. It's a niche market. So they're just like, you know what? If if we uh we sell it out, you know, it, you know, if you as long as they they feed their 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 families and they got the comic books and they get to go on vacations and trips, I think they're pretty they're, they're, that's kind of how they are. Um but like they get it, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, I I can hold it for you, and they'll let you, they'll let stuff sit there for like months, and they they might give you one call and be like, hey, those comics are in you, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry, I got to get in, I promise I will, you know that sort of thing. Like they're great, they're great, 
they're a super fantastic company to deal with. So that's that's why I like them. So yeah, like if he if he put a collection together and like it w- made it you know worthwhile. Transformers. Oh man, don't don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. He likes Transformers, everybody. A lot, um, especially that new damn Transformers book, man. It's so good. Uh, you got you. Should, someone needs to read it with me digitally. <laughs> I don't care who. Anyone in the chat? You want to go go to Comicsology? It's like three bucks a piece. You, you, it's a good read. Um, but yeah, like it, it's a good book. I, I'm enjoying it. So anyway, you, you threw me off topic. What were we talking about? Oh, just uh, <laughs> vendors and stuff. Sorry, just do my part. Just do just doing part. your pairs. Uh, but yeah, so like. It'd be cool if like we had more vendors that wanted to come and share their wares, but I just think if they're trying to do it uh, like organize it themselves, again, the price of crossing back and forth would definitely deter some accommodations. Yeah, exactly. Man, well, here's to you guys getting out and doing some geeking this summer. So it's good that you buy tickets, even just for a day event. You know, stomp around. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I guess? mean, we just look at it like, you know, it's $25 a piece. It's something to yeah. do. Might, we might find something. Who knows? Like, yeah. as I say, I'm, I'm hoping because collecting has just gone through the roof over the last two or three years since COVID, really. That, you know, I was kind of joking and saying that I could probably grab a table myself and sell a bunch of shit. But you could. You, you could sell all that Lego. You I could bring some of your, your hockey cards. Especially since there's not a lot of toy vendors there, it'd be less competition. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the thing with some of the conventions, if, if it's a hundred dollars for one day just to have the right to buy stuff, that's why I'll, I'll kind of <laughs> like uh, I'll go to the two dollar show and sift through some dusty junk, and then maybe buy like you know some uh, garbage pail kids. But yeah, you but... guys, you have crazy guests at your fan expo, though. They do, they do, but again, you know, the like um, Shatner and shit is all like they're always there. Like we, they're really always there. Here. It's tough. They'll they they'll may only be like for an individual day. You know, there's always lots of cancellations, and uh, in general too, like the online shopping has hurt a lot of the vendors from the states coming over with, you know, all their liquidation and stuff like that. You just buy something online, but. Um, uh, we'll see. There is a uh, toy show coming up in Mississauga. And there's even one that's specifically just Transformers later on in the springtime that uh, I might go just to take pictures, not buy anything, but just uh, send messages to Turbo. Of like, ooh, look at this. Ooh, look at this. <laughs> yeah, look at you this. fucker. You're such a fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real piece of work. Hey, we'll look see. at this. I can touch it. You can't. I can't. I can buy it right now. I don't want to. I don't. I don't even know who this is. Is this guy good? Is this guy cool? Um, speaking of Transformers, I was good, but uh, I have the weird collection of Junkions, the trash Transformers who live on a garbage planet, and uh, their minds are destroyed by being exposed to human cable TV. Um, Scrap Heap is now available on uh, on the old Amazons, but I have not actually bought him yet. Uh, what do you know about Scrap Heap, Turbo? He's he's a junkion. Is he their is he their leader? No, that's uh, the other guy, uh, Rekar. Um, Rekar. Yeah, is it Rekar? No, you're which, right. Which, it is. Yeah. 
So you might think it'd be hard for Scrap Heap to muster up youthful rebellion against junkie on culture. After all, the average day consists of nonstop television marathons. I like that. Rummaging through trash. Mm, guilty. And the occasional like knockdown, drag him out, motorcycle, rash, rally, slugfest. He's managed, though, despite his ability, unca- uncanny even for a junkion, he retrieves hidden treasures from piles of refuse. He has no intention of spending his life picking through garbage. He sees a career as an inventor as his ticket off this homeworld. He's not above lying, cheating, and stealing to get what he needs to make it happen. Uh, the other junkions can't be help but be impressed with his eye for diamonds in the rough, but his usefulness, his sometimes dubious morality, and most of all, his galling refusal to incorporate mass media earth speak into his speech. Leave most of them firmly believing that he's a rebel and he'll never be any good. So I I see a toy that's just a, a robot motorcycle, but then I read the bio that he's the one junkie <laughs> on that talks like a normal person. And you're just like, I gotta go. I gotta oh, have him. Man. You gotta have him, man. That's gotta pretty good. So he was one of the guys from the 86 cartoon that I think Rekar rode, but then he turned, Rekar turned into the motorcycle, and then he rode the other guy. So they're, they're tagging off back and forth. <laughs> well, then, they're tagging but I off. But I haven't. But so I'll ask your opinion. Like, I might just wait because I always find these damaged boxes at Walmart because some, someone just probably smashed it with a pallet jack. So how long should I wait? to get well when's 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 uh scrap heap released is he out now he's easy i I could go right now and buy him on amazon i have not seen him in stores yet so is he is he an amazon exclusive have you checked that out oh he's not okay um yeah then i mean in all honesty i give it i give it a give it a solid month give it 30 days before you make your decision I mean, he's not going to sell out. I don't think. I don't think he's scrap heap's going to sell out. I think <laughs> he's, he's kind of a D lister, right up my alley. Ended, uh, well, he's like a B lister. I'll, I'll give him a B. Like he's not. He's not Rekar, and he's not the other guy. Um, what's <laughs> oh, the other guy. guy's name? He was mentioned. He was mentioned in the movie. That's why I, I, I'm thinking he's probably more popular. But like, yeah. But I, I think I give it a solid month and, and see what happens. All right. Because you'll. I was going to say, it's different for you, uh, Swamp Ninja, because accessibility is a big thing for you. Now, for Turbo and I, if we saw that on Amazon, we know there's probably a better than a 80% chance we ain't never going to see it in the wild here. So we'd probably go for it. Whereas you, I'd I'd wait. There's spots there you'll find in the wild. And hopefully someone like drops around you. Pardon? You have like four Toys R Us's around you, right? Um, two. So it's not too bad. There are more, but sometimes it's not worthwhile. I, I found a new one, which is pretty good, but uh, plenty of... <laughs> yeah, I found one that wasn't that far from uh, Buckshot's place. I'm like, oh, so if I do a little hunt, I can I can pop in there. <laughs> so maybe three. I have, I, I have access to three, but I have a friend, I have a, f- a few toy comrades uh, across the province. So everyone's keeping an eye out for everyone else. So some people are keeping an eye out for G.I. Joe's. Some people are keeping an eye out for Master of the Universe. Some people are keeping an eye out for NECA, the, the horror toys. So it is. it takes a village for, uh, for everyone to get what they want. So. so we'll see. I would like to find, like I found my last few, which got me into the stupid Transformers 
it wasn't you guys. What was you guys talking about it? But it was finding like smashed boxes with perfect Dinobots inside. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. I don't care about the box. <laughs> so it's just someone you know who's working too hard or working a double shift, and they drive over it with a pallet jack. And I'm like, okay, half price. And then so. you go, uh, how half the half price? Uh, yep. Time. Did it go two cents? Did it go two cents? <laughs> yep. So I, I've heard some folks in the chat or folks let us know. I've heard that, that when they get marked down to two cents, they're about to be actually liquidated as in destroyed. So not even go to a, a, a you know, like a secondhand reseller. They just get straight up compacted. So that's why I feel good about, about uh, rescuing $2 collectibles, two cent collectibles. Hey, you're keeping them out of the landfill. Hey, They're on a shelf. It. That's it. The wrestling Zangief. I'm acquiring the plastics, so so I might open up that other buzz off just in case. Why not? But yeah, accessibility will be my downfall. Character. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I could make anti buzz off, anti attorney buzz off. Oh yeah, you just get yourself a nice little paint pen. You'll be fine. There we go. He's the evilest bee man in the universe. <laughs> Anti-buzz off. sting you for no reason whatsoever. Yes. He, he needs to sting to live as opposed to uh, bees sting and they die. It's, it's the only way he stays alive is to sting. That's kind of sucked. Like, what's like the lifespan of the bee people? I mean, you know, you get in a fight with a kid at school and then you sting each other. And then you're dead. And you're donezo. Yeah. Like, that's got to be a pretty early lesson for the bee people. I'm like, just be cool. Bee people are, I don't think bee people are good people. No, you're the bad people. He's got bug eyes, but then he wears a, a helmet that has googly eyes on top of it. <laughs> I never understood it. I don't understand it. It's terrible. Uh, buzz off with his googly eyes goggles. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a helmet. Maybe you just want to smash his head. Maybe, Has there been any uh, any temptation for you, fine folks? Or you guys been good? Well, like I said, I, I was stupid with the the, the heat wave figure today. But uh, like I said, there's I just got a video. Uh, well, I was I'm on that stupid fucking Transformers group on Facebook, and then people put up the ads of the new 40th anniversary stuff that they found, or like videos. And there's a apparently there's these uh, <clears throat> little model kits that are coming out. Where you kind of like just kind of they pop together like a like kind of like a Lego figure, but they're like oh, really no, G one oriented. Sound wave, sound. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just like, ah, oh, motherfucker, because they are super G one, and I'm like, I would need to know if they're going to come to Canada. Because if not, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to show them the. Uh, I'll send them the link, or if you can find it, send them the link. I'll, uh, but yeah, it is super dope. And I'm just like, I'm tempted when they come out, I'll, I'm like, Ugh. especially if their price point is decent. Like if it's not like, if it's not 40 bucks, then I'll, I'll be like, you know, 30 is okay. But like, I'm not paying $50 for a little like seven inch put together toy, like not doing it, but a 30, maybe if it, if it would go even cheaper, that would be fantastic. But even know that's not going to happen. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you're not alone. You're dealing with other adults, so it's showing like pre-order already sold out. So it's so tough. It's so tough yeah. to compete against other grown-ass men 
who are spending also spending too much time on their phones. Luckily, I didn't have to spend any time on my phone, really. It just kind of popped right up as soon as I turned my phone on. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> my algorithm, pardon the pun, is fucked mm-hmm. when it comes to like, like I go onto YouTube and my wife goes, why is all I'm seeing is like toys? I'm like, yeah, I got a problem. She goes, are you just watching people open toys? And I'm like, well, not, not like, not like that. And she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm watching reviews. Like they're telling me if it's a good, like, she goes, so you're watching people open toys. I'm like, yeah. She goes, remember how angry you got with the kids that would just want to, when the kids just wanted to watch what's the names, open up toys and blind bags. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm now a child. I get it. <laughs> like, just browbeat me. It's, 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 yeah, but it was, I get it. But now I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay off like the, the, the social medias as much as I can. But I do, I do partake in the geekiness of watching people play D and I don't know why I like it, but it's cool. Do you think it's time for a, a game via zoom? Oh man, like we'd have to do like one of those one shots because like yeah, we'd have to start like you start off you start off with those middle characters and stuff. So like yeah, it'd be kind of neat, I guess maybe. Do you remember when we dabbled? <laughs> oh yeah, it was fun. It was up in the uh, up in the attic of the uh, Amityville house. Yep, there was four or five of us, um, and I was the dungeon master. Oh. <laughs> uh. It was. It wasn't bad. I, I, I'm pretty sure we didn't play by like the strict rules or anything. We kind of just made up our own. But it's also a lot of work for the dungeon master too. So it's kind of tough for yeah, when, I you're, totally... when you're a young person and you're like you have a lot of responsibility to like craft a story. Yeah, I I made mine totally up as we went, as I'm sure you could all tell. But I did have uh, not. I wouldn't call them friends. I knew people that were hardcore into it and like. A campaign would take months to uh, to craft and that, and it like you're thinking down to every little thing, like what enemies are where. And I always kind of thought of it like Dragon Warrior, like the old Dragon Warrior game. Like they would draw out a map and they would like have a rough idea of where enemies are, and maybe they'd roll a dice to see if someone. Like I have no idea what the real rules are. I cannot remember. Dude, I would like, uh, I watched, like I said, I'm watching Critical Role and it's these voice actors, like professional voice actors playing D&D. And like these, this is absolutely like these guys were just playing on their own and then they just started doing it as a favor to someone who was running like uh, uh, the IGN website for Geek and Sundry. And now it's like this fucking phenomenon where they have like 2.2 million subscribers and people just watching them play D&D. It's insane. But it's so good, and they have like have you, so many like characters. Yeah. Have you seen? Uh, it pops up on my Facebook every so often. I think it was like a. Um, uh, the word ex- escapes me right now. What's the? Uh, what's the word for when people like put money into a project? Kickstarters. Yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah, there's a Kickstarter, and I guess it it like got picked up. It's a uh, He-Man board game. And it's, oh yeah, it's it's kind of like D and D. There's some elements, and there's like a ton of expansion packs, and the figures like are pretty cool. Like the little 
I was watching, um, cause I'm like, how in the world does this work? So I watched like a video of people playing it to show you how to play it. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to, to, to play it, but man, like I think the game's like 300 bucks or something now. I can't remember how much it is, but if you buy like all the expansions and stuff, I think it's like three or 400 bucks, but I think the, like the, the core game, game, I think the. But the vanilla game's like eighty bucks, I think, or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I I paid eighty dollars for that stupid uh, ticket to ride game. So fuck. If you, had, if you had devoted people to play it, then it would be fun. But it's yeah, like I'm not. There's not going to be anyone. Like it'd be you and me. Like who else is going to play it over <laughs> here, right? Well, I, I, I could. I, in all honesty, I could probably get a crew together. There's a couple guys at work that I know are kind of into into the same shit. So I, mean, I could uh, I, I know my I know my new boss uh, Matt he plays D and D he's a big D and D guy so he'd be probably down to play like some He Man board game. <laughs> Does the Comic Con do game nights for either just board games or or they don't have the space? Dude, for it's Magic Magic the Gathering. Oh, it's Magic yeah, the Gathering. Magic, yeah. yeah, they do the they do big tournaments there. Like that's the tournament to go to. Yeah. It's kind of neat. I, I wish I could play. I wish I knew how to play Magic. I don't understand the rules. I don't get it. I remember when I was dating Chrissy. We would, we would. Uh, she would try to teach me, and I'm just like, it's, it's too much. It's not Yu-Gi-Oh. I need it simpler. Like it's too. There's too many rules. There's too many like interpretations of rules. Like just A B C D. I do this. I tap that. Like all the tapping and then moving mana, and then fucking. Uh, holding token counters and i'm like nah man i i don't get like i like to do stuff elevated so like i'm not i'm not remembering all that i'm sorry i uh when it first came out and it kind of annoys me because some of the cards are probably worth a little bit of money because it's like from generation one um myself and robbie and uh, my cousin Chris, we kind of dabbled it into it, like not hardcore or anything, but we bought like a couple of starter decks and we bought a few packs and it kind of became like that thing where we just collected and we liked the idea of playing it. And I think we played it only like three or four times, but it was more like collecting the cards because they had cool artwork, um, you know, different things like that. And I have probably had like three or four hundred cards at one time but and i'm sure some of them are probably worth a little bit of money but i have no idea where they went um and the few times that we did play again kind of like D D, like i have no idea if we were playing by the real rules or not or if it was just our interpretation of the rules but it was a much simpler game back then because there was only one generation of cards nowadays it's like I don't even know what generation they're on. Probably like the 20th or something like that. And there's like all these specialty cards and there's all these weird rules now. Well, like well, the then, thing about much simpler game. Back yeah, definitely, definitely simpler. But like magic now is like you like you can play like there's they have tournaments for each generation of cards and certain the way they run tournaments is you can only have these certain cards in your deck. There's banned cards. There's cards that you can't use. There's certain where there's certain things that you're not allowed to do with cards because it can give you an infinite loop and you automatically kill people in like one turn. Like it, there's some crazy shit in this game. And yeah, it was just way too difficult for me. Like even, even when, like, I think when, when I was, when I was 
being taught how to try to learn. I think I was like maybe generation four or five, which was still considered easy. And I'm just like, nah, man, like, ah, nope, I don't like it. I don't want to. I just want to keep track of hit points and attack and defense. Like everything else is like, I don't even, I never even liked using, ma- I never even liked using magic cards or trap cards in Yu-Gi-Oh. I just liked having monsters out in the field and just attack. We know this. I'm not. I'm not savvy. I'm not tactic. I'm not a tactical guy. I'm gonna I'm use monsters. What it was like too. That's that's what the first like what I remember. I mean, we're talking like 20 years ago, but um, that's what I remember from it um, was that it was just like pretty simple. You you had to get the mana out to in order to conjure the the cards, and then once you got them up then you use them to attack for the hit points and you kept track of basically there was one counter, which was your hit points. Yeah. Now there's all these like token, like I'm just like, nah, man, can't do us. Yeah, Too no, much to keep learn. track of. We're learning. We're, we're, it's we're on we're Android. It's free. We can fight each other. I'm not playing fucking yep. magic the gathering. It's time okay. to exercise that the dying neurons in your brain. <laughs> Dude, I've killed way more than different. you have killed. So like, we're doing it. That's I'm installing fair. it right now. I'm installing it right now. Okay, well, you can install it, and you play a, a bot and let me know how easy it is, and then I may no, consider no, some Magic the Gathering on Android against each other Yeah. Um, while while I'm completely di- almost disabled here. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're not going to do it on a recording, but yeah, so we have a new, a new challenge. That's good. New challenge. Has okay. there been any other entertainment you guys have been enjoying since uh, keeping you out of purchasing things? Uh, I got hooked playing uh, Persona Three Reloaded on the. Uh, it's on Game Pass. Very what a cool. game! Man. They, they they redid the graphics and it looks really cool. The story is the exact same, but they put in new mechanics. Um, they put in some new items. Um, it's it's like playing a whole different game. I kind of know what's going to happen, but seeing it in the new graphics and the whole new interface, it's kind of fun to play again. So I'm about 13 hours into that. So that's pretty oh, wow. cool. Um, Everything's getting that's, remade. Well, I, I took uh, I took Friday off because it's, uh, it's uh, the young one's uh, birthday on Monday and Monday's a holiday. So I was like, well, I'll take Friday off and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday we'll hang out. So tomorrow's right. like my vacation. I'm taking a vacation day. So tomorrow's get up uh make some breakfast read my comics and then it's persona 3 pretty much most of the day that's my oh, day. Wow. that's my day tomorrow yeah <laughs> got her all planned summoning, out. summoning demons all day summoning demons all day just like the devil <laughs> but yeah i'm excited it's gonna be a fun day fun day tomorrow no, i don't like talking about dark forces randall <laughs> exactly exactly who's been your favorite demon so far not the semen demon uh no definitely not um the current one i have right now it's the the hokiest looking one but i beefed him up really powerful as i have that jack frost looking snowball looking dude it's kicking ass right now i got him i gave him a couple uh skill cards so he's like he's an ice on, guy he's but he gas Oh, I got him on the gas. He's an ice guy. He's a fire guy, and he's a lightning guy. But he's like two big giants. Like he's just a giant snowball wearing a hat. It's fucking awesome. So he's ready for the steroid Olympics. Oh yeah, the Peter Thiel. I'm <laughs> a, juiced up, just like Jordan Grace, man. Just like Jordan oh. Grace. Oh, oh, 
Are you guys She's on I don't care. She is on the gas so bad. Are you guys going to watch the steroid Olympics? Uh, you mean WrestleMania? No, the Peter, there's a enhanced Olympics. The Peter Thiel is doing it. Everyone is ripped on juice. <laughs> it's like the Saturday yeah. Live skit where they're all is. on it and like, their arms rip off and stuff. That's exactly what I'm expecting to happen. Some sort of travesty injury, like right off the bat, for like shot put, someone just throws their own head off. Fuck, arm falls off. That's awesome. But yeah, no, I've I've been playing the Persona Three. Uh, yeah, as as I said, Jordan Jordan Grace is on the gas, so it would be cool to see her in the Olympics. But yeah, um, she's uh she's TNA. Yep. For yeah. now, we'll see when the Olympics drop. That's good. I have to <laughs> yeah, pick it up. exactly. Everything everything is getting remade. So I have not started Resident Evil Two yet, and they also just released Resident Evil Three remakes. So I haven't touched either of them, unfortunately. Is that on Game Pass too? Yep. Son of a bitch. I'm only like 20. I'm, I think I got one hour in on Resident Evil 2 Remake. So. It's eerie too, man. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't. Really, I, I remember being frightened when I was playing it as a kid for the PlayStation 2. And that was like. It was just boxes. Different colored boxes we were looking at. Like, that looked like a zombie. Whereas now it's like. I got a fully rendered like person in front of me that I'm shooting in the face and it's still coming at me. It's still a little, uh, it, it, I still get a little on nerve playing games like that. It's not dead space. Cause dead space freaks me the fuck out. I don't know what it is about that game. I cannot play it again. I downloaded it and I played it for 15 minutes and I walked through the first callway and that fucking thing came out and I'm like, Nope, can't do it. It's I want to do this. No I don't want to do this right now. Know your boundaries. Yeah, uh, playing video games elevated and playing scary games elevated are two different things. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope it never happens to you all. I hope you just have a nice lazy afternoon and uh, you know enjoy the fallout, and then you're all set. Harvest some some caps. That's right. <laughs> well, all right, gentlemen, we seem to be winding down here. Uh, we're almost at time anyway. So as always, I'll give the socials. Uh, oh. you can check us out on at two BD pods with a Z. You can check us out. That's for Instagram, right? Is that yep. correct? The gram. All right. You're on the gram. Uh, you can check us out on TikTok by searching retro two BD pod. You can check us out on, uh, the X, not Twitter. Uh, at two BD pod knows it. Still Twitter to you, damn it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what you guys do with your bodies? <laughs> Such what a the hell is going on. That, that was that interview where the guy's like, "It's still real to me, damn it." The guy who kept was, on yelling, oh, "Super yes, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the uh, yet another moment of a grown man crying and it being very disturbing. So, yep, a little uncomfortable. Yeah, made you feel weird when you're watching it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you can check us out on the X at 2BD Pod, and you can ca- catch us across all platforms that uh, podcasts are on. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, uh, Google, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon. Podbean. No more, unfortunately. 
Amazon is no more. Yeah, they're they're done. Uh, they don't do that anymore. But uh, yeah, check us out. And as always, the way we like to end the podcast is by saying. Da-da!